In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And as you know, we have had some legit stories. This series of the next chapter has been so good. So whether you're watching us on our YouTube channel or you're checking us out on our podcast, we're so glad you're here today. And today's story, like all of them, is going to change your life. And what I mean by that is story is so powerful. Story has a way of making us do course correction, has a way of making us listen to somebody else's story and find hope and encouragement. So today my guest is Paul Jones. Paul's a really, really good friend. And in a moment, I'm gonna tell you something special about him. Um, Just a really cool guy. Not bad looking either. Hey, welcome, Paul. Hey, Tammy. So glad you're here. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, One reason I ask you to come is about three years ago, I interviewed your mom because she's been a part of our Women of Influence ministry and she was just one of those stories of a mother that dearly, dearly loved her son and would not give up praying for her son. And you happen to be that son. Yeah. And here you are three years later. Oh, talk about a miracle story. And a lot of those miracles, honestly, Paul, are because we align ourselves with God and we do the work in obedience and we become the person God sees us to be. And that's really the journey that you're on now. But I want to set up the stage because I want to go back a few years. Can you tell us a little bit of your backstory and how you found yourself where you were a few years ago? Yeah, so um, it all started when I walked away from God. And I was raised in a church. My mom worked very hard along with my aunt to afford putting me in private school. And uh, I went to Honduras when I was 10 years old with, you know, God in my heart. And I saw just the condition that people lived in, in extreme poverty in Honduras. And I saw children with no shoes on the side of the roads. And I saw their tin shacks and Unfortunately, I saw two deceased little boys, and that just that solidified in my mind at the time that there was no God. It was impossible for God to exist and allow such horrible things to happen to such innocent victims. Mm. And after that, I remember coming home to the United States, and I just, I, I just made this conscious decision that I was going to do the things that I wasn't supposed to do because they're just there weren't consequences. Bad things happen randomly. And I really ran with that. I really did. I just, I remember I always wanted to do drugs after that and just, just explore daring activities and things like that. And it really got out of hand. I uh, started smoking pot when I was 12 and that just, that opened up a world of trouble. You know, I was hanging out in the streets. My mom worked, it seemed like day and night. Um, so it was just me. It was just me screwing around in the streets. And, you know, as I got older, the drugs got more serious. And and then, you know, I, I, I realized things were very serious when I went to rehab and I lost my first friend at 14. He overdosed from heroin. And it happened the same week he had witnessed his roommate die in a bathtub. And I just remembered that it just wasn't fun for me anymore. But I had to do it and I had to keep it going. And it just changed. Drugs stopped being fun after that. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
and things progressed. I got more serious in my drug addiction, you know. I started exploring with shooting up and hard drugs around 15, 16, and, uh, and I started stealing. I became obsessed with stealing and just taking what I wanted, when I wanted, no one could stop me. No one could stop me from doing anything. A teacher couldn't keep me in class. Uh, no, one could, no one could stop me. I felt unstoppable and completely in control of my life. And uh, it just, it got really out of hand, in and out of rehabs and, oh man, my mom uh, met, by the grace of God, she met a lawyer and he was able to keep me out of prison. But, you know, I was looking at a lot of legal trouble all the time. And I, it got to a point where I had, you know, been arrested for some more serious charges. And I was living in San Francisco at the time and I had to move back with my mom. And those years got really rough because I had lost one of my best friends and just people started dying a lot and even my enemies and it was just kind of rattling me just you know Paul, yep and let, let's jump in here because listen you, you guys are listening to the story and you're going oh my gosh I mean look at this guy and the story listen we're going to turn the chapter and it's a glorious chapter but this may not be your story but it's similar in that the enemy wants to come and lie to us he wants to come, I don't care if you're 12, 15, 14, he put a seed in your mind when you were a child of a lie, whatever that lie is. I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not talented enough, I'm not smart enough. God's not good. If there's a God, why does this happen? All of those thoughts, the enemy comes. And I've said this all the time, Satan doesn't care how he gets you, he just wants to get you. So the way he's gonna come to you was to put something in your mind as a child and go, how could a good God let this happen? And you were, it's really similar. I've made reference to this on our podcast, Paul, that I was a similar age. I was 13 when I went to Haiti. And I also, at the age of 13, saw my first child dead in the streets. I saw poverty. I saw all these things. And what it did for me, it actually made me say, I want to do something for humanity. So that was not the trigger for me. The trigger for everybody's different. The trigger for me came, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough, I'm not wealthy enough. I came from a very blue collar, middle class home. So see, he came to me with a different lie. So it's interesting, I just wanna talk about this because everybody listening, whether it's again on our podcast or our YouTube channel, you have to identify the lie because your battle's gonna be with that lie the rest of your life because the enemy knows how to come and get you. Does that make sense? Yes. And you're gonna battle that and battle that and battle that until like you finally got victory because he whom the son has set free is free indeed. Amen. And now you know how to battle him, right? So I just wanted to, to touch on that because right now you're listening to the story and Paul's story is not your story, but you have a story and the enemy will try to come get you too. So here you are, I know you're living in your car, you're on the streets, you've got an incredible mother, loves you, praying for you. What was the breakthrough for you? The breakthrough was, um, the breakthrough, well, unfortunately, was just I was involved in a transaction. Uh, I kind of manipulated the situation, and a friend of mine went in with me to purchase some drugs, and I had kind of manipulated and encouraged him to get what I wanted, which was a, very dangerous. It was pharmaceutical grade atizolam, and uh, I, you know, had it sent to his house, and I told him it was dangerous not to tamper with it, and. You know, unfortunately, he, he passed away. Um, and yeah, honestly, I had had enough living in my car. It was a heat wave. I kept getting kicked out of everywhere. I was trying to stay for the night. 
and then that happened and uh, I just had had enough and that's when I went into my voicemail and there was a voicemail from Patrick Chavez and my mom had told me someone was trying to help me and I just wanted nothing to do with it. Mm. And I just remember it was a really hot night in my car, dang leather seats and I called him. I called him and uh, I just asked for help and the next day he picked me up for lunch and we met and I just, I couldn't stop the words from just coming out of my mouth. I just let it all out, told him where I was at. And he led me through the Lord's Prayer in the parking lot of Big Lots in Anaheim Hills. And I even remember as I was praying with my eyes open, I was like, nobody's listening. This is pointless. But he led me through the Lord's Prayer. I repeated every word. And and after that, my, my life changed. All of it, every aspect of my life mm -hmm. got better. You know, I want to turn the chapter because this is a new chapter now, Paul. And, you know, I can tell right now that the pain points are still there. They're still tender. You know, it's kind of like a bruise sometimes. But the beautiful thing is the Bible says He makes all things new. And you went through a beautiful program called Teen Challenge. Yes, And I we're did. so appreciative to Teen Challenge. We here at, at Influence Church work closely with Teen Challenge. And I love watching you pour into them because you know their story because it's your story. But God made things new. You did the work. You stayed in the program. You pushed through the program. Then you stayed for an extended program. And then God opened up an opportunity for you. And I am so proud to say that you're on our staff here at Influence Church and that you are such a testimony to God's graciousness and His goodness. And I just, this is a real story here. This is a real story because the enemy could have taken you out so many times but God's protection was around you. And, and I don't know that I'm just gonna say this. I mean, you may ask yourself, why me and not other people? God, why did you let me live? But we cannot go there with the enemy. Here's why he lets you live, because he wants us all to live. He came to give us life. And because he's given you a new journey. And in the last just few weeks, we have a beautiful story. We're gonna to transition to a beautiful story because you met a beautiful young lady here at Influence Church and fell in love with her. And I had the privilege of doing your wedding just, I think, two weeks ago now, maybe two and a half weeks ago or yeah, so. Yeah, just about. All right. And watching the two of you um, exchange vows on that beautiful altar, that marriage altar, knowing that God has a new destiny and identity for you, a new pathway for you. So what I want to do is I want to transition because the Bible says we're going to leave the past behind. If any man be in Christ, remember, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. And you've got to let, even when you reaccount it, and I know it's hard, I ask you to come on and do a podcast with me, and I could tell bringing up that that's painful. But walk in the new, Paul. Let that go if you want to use it as a testimony to help people. But you've got to let that pain go, and you've got to step into that new chapter. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. So here you are now on our church staff. You have your own staff underneath you. You've grown so much that you have your own staff under you. But what's your next, Paul? You and Amanda are married. Um, you have a beautiful gift of art. You do some beautiful tattoo art, which is awesome. But tell us a little bit about moving forward now. What does God have for you in this next chapter? What would you say to our audience for that? This next chapter of my life is just growing with my wife and understanding the unity that we are. Uh, I've been a Lone Ranger most of my life, even when my mom was raising me. She still just wasn't home that much. So I've always felt alone and on my own and I I 
<laughs> I can't stop thinking about hanging out with Amanda or coming home to Amanda or just uh, doing something with Amanda. Like right now, I can't stop thinking about when I'm off work. I think what he's still on his Amanda? honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> but just getting to know with one another so intimately and I literally feel like she is a part of me and I'm incomplete walking around without her. And I just feel so blessed when I step back and look at everything because I tell her all the time, you know, I know nobody's perfect, but I, I literally feel like I'm living a fairy tale, like it's just perfect. And I've never been happier. I thought I was happy when I got clean. I thought I was happy when I had five years clean. But now I'm married and I can't believe how much more joy I have. I have so much more joy than before. And mm -hmm. I just, I can't wait to see what God has in store for me because it's just, it's getting so much better. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty overwhelming. You know, Paul, I was mentioning um, to someone recently that you can have a personal relationship with Christ and not have an intimate relationship with Christ. So a lot of Christians have a personal relationship. That means they come to what you did in the big lots, parking lot of Anaheim Hills, right? And you accepted Christ personally. You invited Him into your life and you believe in Him and you're saved. But sometimes we don't go deep enough to make it intimate. And I think that's what I've seen in your life in the last year or so that I've watched you. And that's something we also have to do personally. We have to go intimate with God. That means we have to be honest. We have to get clean. We have to get real. And that's done, we know, through the blood of Christ and the forgiveness. But I just want to say, just like I've said to Paul and Amanda, I know them very well, I want to say to you, how deep is your relationship with God? Because that's the foundation of when the winds come and the turbulence come and the trials come and the, the heartaches come, how deep you are rooted with God is where your stability is. And when the enemy comes on your doorstep and he knocks, that's when you say, not today, Satan, not on my watch. Because if anybody's proven that the enemy's a liar and God is real, it's you. So when he tried to get you in Honduras as a little boy, right, mm -hmm. you say, no, not this man. This man's creating Christ Jesus for good works, amen? Amen. So I am so proud of you, and I know this story is gonna to touch a lot of people. Listen, if you know someone struggling with drugs, alcohol, pornography, pain, whatever it is, think of Paul. Think of Paul, because at the right time, Holy Spirit, through the right person, is gonna come and speak to them. Don't give up, don't quit. Be ready to turn the page to the next chapter, because God is a God of new beginnings. Well, guys, thanks so much for being here on Tam Talks for real and honest conversation. And if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, I would love to hear from you. So right now, go down and push that bell for notifications and then give me a word. I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're watching us or listening to us on our podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I hope these stories are encouraging. I pray God's richest blessings on you. Have a great day. Pray for those around you. Love those you or in your home, your little ones, and know that God is walking with you every step of the way. Have a great day. Thanks, Paul. Thank you so much for having me, Tammy. God, God bless, bless you all. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.